Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alright Pod Podcast. Very special podcast today and joining me today, as always, on the line all the way from sunny Scotland, it's Dave. How are you getting on? We're getting on pretty good here. It's nice and dreary, uh, but not too cold oh. for January, which I appreciate. I love the dreariness. It's what you're after. Um, it's, it's not been quite as cold here recently, but I mean, there's nothing more patriotic than talking about the weather um, <laughs> possible. That, that's that's, the, that's a, British, a Britishness that I can believe in. Um, anyway, today on the show, we have our looking forward to 2023. So hopefully, fingers crossed, you are with us for the awards, which I need to upload. You, you can't possibly have listened to the awards yet, but you will be able to after we finish this podcast. I'll upload that podcast. And now we're going to be talking about what's coming up over the next year. Are you excited, Dave? Uh, I'm, I'm only a little bit excited. Like I thought looking up all these things beforehand would get me excited but i'm only i'm only a three out of ten on the excitement scale three out of ten i'm full ten i can't control it i can't sleep no sleep 2023 no i'm kidding but there is some stuff i'm excited for some games i'm looking forward to Uh, and we will attempt to chart our 10 out of 10s and then we're going to try and do some like future predictions and whoever gets them right in 2024 is going to be crowned the king or queen or just, you know, gender-neutral ruler of the podcast. Uh, how do you feel about that? Are you going for that king spot? Queen spot, gender-neutral ruler spot? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a much better prognosticator than you. I am the Nostradamus of this podcast. I like to think of myself as a di- diagnosticator. Uh, I'm good at telling you when things have already happened. Um, <laughs> that's my skill. Um, <laughs> that's also, true, you're always much more aware of what's going on than I am. Well, I mean... I, I have really no idea what's going on. But Nostradamus is also a bit of a hack. He made like thousands of predictions and only some of them turned out to be true. So And we don't have enough podcasts for thousands, so you'll have to settle for about 20. Um, and the first of our very, very exciting predictions is will Zelda, the Tears of the Kingdom, release this year? What do you think, Dave? I, I think we can safely say it'll be this year. I think there might, I be, think another, be, I think there might be another delay, but... Mm. A delay that will push it into winter at the latest. I also think Zelda will release this year. And I actually could even up the ante. I think it won't be delayed. I think we've seen so many delays at this point um, from Nintendo that I think they're going to try and make sure it gets out no matter what they do. But it is such a big title, they can't release it and it not be a big deal. Like, they can't release it bad, right? Oh, I mean, maybe maybe you're going to say they always release it bad, Dave. You cantankerous... Uh, <laughs> you cantankerous... <laughs> rumor monger, you... Um, Okay, we think Zelda's going to release this year, uh, both of us. Yeah, we both think it's going to release this year. Right? That can be our first very boring, very safe prognostication of 2023. So Zelda will not make a king, queen, or ruler. Um, now, here's one that could be a kingmaker. Will Armored Core release this year? Um... <laughs> no. I'm going to say no. Yeah. No. No. Okay, well, we both picked the same thing again, so <laughs> they, those two have not been very useful, but we'll be able to reflect back on it and at least smile wistfully. Uh, okay, Armored Core, uh, I think, has already been reported behind the scenes that it's going to be delayed, and I think that's going to be the case. So, uh, big shout out to Jeff Grubb on the scoop there from the Insiders. You know, Jeff Grubb can be wrong, but I think that there's no chance this one is coming out in 2023. I think 2024 is when it's releasing, and Dave thinks the same, so that's nice. Will Harry Potter, Hogwarts Legacy, 
top Steam charts the week it is released. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, unfortunately, we're going to see a real spike of people playing that game in the first week and then nobody thereafter. I think it's going to plummet right afterwards, but I think for that first week it's going to dominate. Shall we make that the prediction of when it will drop from the top spot? Oh, okay. So how long do you think it's going to last in the top spot? The thing is, though, is like... I think you're pretty safe anyway, because such a huge amount of a Steam game sales kind of like fetter off. I think it's more interesting of like the Steam deck, um, how the Steam charts work is they do it grossing by the amount that it actually sells. So the Steam deck is always number one because it earns so much money gross wise. But if a game's successful enough, it will knock the Steam deck off. So, I mean, I think there's a good chance the Steam deck will gain on it even, you know, like a week or two afterwards. Um but I can say it'll stay on top for two weeks. Do you think it's going to be a week? I think it's going to be one singular week. Okay, um, no points, but maybe for a tiebreaker, we can use this. Dave says one week. Ben says two. Okay. Will a major games company announce an NFT project? And if so, who will it be? I'm going to say yes. Yes. Yeah, answers. I think we I think we both think that there's somebody stupid enough in games to go for it. Uh, I'm just trying to think of who it's going to be. I have my answer locked down. I I, I think I, I'm pretty good with this one. I so honestly gonna... think like the the obvious answer is to say Square Enix because they're Square stupid enough to do it twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you've already picked Square Enix, so we want to make yeah. this a bit more interesting. So, ah. Uh... Fuck it, I'll say Blizzard. Blizzard, okay, Blizzard. They need some more bad... Uh... Oh, actually, Blizzard being bought by Microsoft. Do you think that factors into it? Actually, yeah, I think Microsoft are actually smart enough to not want to be involved with the mm. NFTs. You could oh, put Square man. Enix again. Don't worry, we will. We It'll will just put Square Enix, because, yeah, it just, Enix. It's, it's a safe bet, you know. I'll get my money back. Okay. Will they announce another major Switch SKU or Switch 2 this year? So, for example, uh, just to reiterate on the project, on the stuff like the Switch OLED counts, uh, but they've only had the one Switch OLED on the Switch since the release of the Switch that I've counted in this. So I'm going to say... Oh, sorry. It would have to be like a, a meaningful upgrade, like a new screen, more processing power, that kind of deal. Yeah. I'm going to say no because Nintendo are just too lazy. Um, I will well, say yes. Really? You think there's definitely going to be one? I'm not sure, but I've decided that let's do it. So <laughs> finally we diverge. The Kingmaker. Um, cool. I, I've, uh, I've got one for us. Uh, yes. Will Dead Island 2 finally see the light of day? <laughs> Dead Island 2. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you think? Oh... This is what I'm really not sure about. I want to tentatively say yes, but it's been it's, gonna it's been eight years in development. <laughs> I think it's going to come out. Um, I want it to come out. I, I liked the first one. I'm going to say yes. I'll say yes. Then I will add one, Dave. Skull and Bones. Will Skull and Bones come out? You, you're going to have to even explain to me what Skull and Bones is. It's the Ubisoft game that keeps getting delayed. Um, 
No. <laughs> that doesn't ring any bells. It's the pirate one. It look like Black Flag, but without the fun. Without the fun? Oh, yeah, then I can see why they're taking so long to tighten up that gameplay. Um... Well, if you don't know what Skull and Bones is, then I will do it. <laughs> but I think you'd find it funny if you know what Skull and Bones is. Give me a laugh, Dave. Come on, I need the pity. <laughs> oh, feeling so. so did you, did you like that one? I'm such, I'm such a funny man. Uh, okay, well, something that's also funny. Uh, will the Activision Blizzard King deal go through with Microsoft? Slipping like, into 2024 counts as not going through. Yeah, like it has to be this year. Um, ooh, because that does complicate Because my answer is going to be definitely yes, even though it absolutely shouldn't. It is an antitrust. It is uh, mm. definitely going to give them a monopoly. Uh, they shouldn't do it. But when has that stopped, you know, the US from making the absolute worst decisions on enforcing their own laws? Um it never has. So I think it will go through, but it might not go through this year. Um, I'm going to say yes, though. Uh, so will it go through? I will say no. Yeah. I oh, think it'll slip into 2024. I, I think you're giving me that one free there, Ben. Uh, no, no, I think it'll go through. I think it'll slip <laughs> into 2024. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think you have more confidence in the systems that govern this kind of thing to even give it that amount of time like it's just going to be waved through in my opinion so i think it's going to be delayed because the jurisdictional bodies are going to want more concessions they're going to want more money uh, and as such it's going to take longer for them to get to to, to to deal with it but we'll see i mean it's good that we're diverging at the very least how many new acquisitions will the embracer group make i repeat how many new companies will the embracer group embrace this year um who are the embracer group educate us ben the embracer group are a huge conglomerate um uh i think it's oh, what were the name of them before they were the embracer group but they've swallowed up a huge amount of game studios over the past few years um so i think they, they were cock media i think is what i was looking for uh but the embracer group is has a huge amount of people they're based in karlstad in sweden um and they own a ridiculous amount of stuff. Things like Little Nightmares 2, God Goat Simulator, Destroy All Humans, Time Splitters, Time Cop, Dark Side of Saints Row, Jeep Nukem, Borderlands, Valheim, Killing Floor, Deus Ex, Tomb Raider, and The Lord of the Rings. Hmm, that's interesting. Um... And they've acquired a lot in the past few years. They've acquired 676 studios in the past few years, uh, including... In August 2017, Black Forest Games, Pieces Interactive, Experiment 101, Cock Media, Handy Games, Coffee Stains Holdings, 18.2, Warhorse Studios, Piranha Bytes, KSM, Gaia, Milestone, Gunfire, Goodbye Kansas, Goodbye Kansas from uh, from Sweden, very big, Tarsia Studios, Sabre Interactive, Voxler, Destiny Bit, 4A Games, New World Interactive, Rare Earth Games, Vermilla Studios, Palindrome Interactive, Pyware Entertainment, Decca Games, Solar Media, Vertigo Games, Flying Wild Hog, Purple Lamp Studios, Zen Studios, Snapshot Games, Nimble Giant, 34 Big Things, Madhead Games, Sandbox Strategies, The Thinking Earth Entertainment, Diego Mobile Entertainment, Coffee Stain North, Silent Games, Quantic Lab, that's 2020. Then Gearbox, Easy Brain, Aspire, Springboard, Kaiko, Massive Mini Team, Appeal, Geodude, now Frame Break, 3D Realms, Slipgate, Crazy Labs, Digixart, Force Field, Ghost Ship, Easy Trigger, Grimfrost, Demiurge, Fractured Byte, Smartphone Labs, Bytex, Jufeng, Splatter, Asmodee, 
which is in itself another 15 studios that I'm not going to read out. Dreamtile Gaming, Perfect World, Encrypted Studios, Spotfilm Netflix, Shiver Interactive, Digic Holdings, Dark Horse Media. That's 2021. 2022 was a creative endeavour, Metric Minds Development Plus, Invisible Walls, Beamdog, Lost Boys Interactive, the assets of Square Enix, including Crystal Dynamics, Adius Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal, Tripwire Interactive, Tuxedo Labs, Middle Earth Enterprises, Limited Run Games, Bitwave Games, Geotech, Singatrix, Tatsujin, Anime Limited, VR Distribution, and in 2023, they've made their very first acquisition, Captured Dimensions. You know, I'm a little... acquisitions. I'm a little bit disappointed you actually stopped to breathe at all there. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You you should have done better, Ben. Um, I apologize. I also think it's really interesting that they bought Crystal Dynamics up because that means that they have the rights to Gex, you know, enter the Gecko. Um, We'll finally see, uh, you know, a new Gex game, I think, in 2023. That should be a prediction. Um, New Gex game? Will a new okay. Gex game be announced in 2023? David says yes. No chance. Um, new Gex game. <laughs> Gex is dead. New Gex game. Dead says yes. Dead says no. But but to answer the original question of who they're going to acquire next. Oh. Um, Not who they're going to acquire next. How many acquisitions they're going to make this year? Oh, how many? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just a number. So, okay. So it's whoever's just closest. Yeah. Uh, and for I'm reference, gonna go, I'm going to go for 15. It sounds like they're slowing down a bit. I'm going to go for 15. So 2022 was 21 acquisitions. Uh, 2022 was 21 acquisitions. 2021 was a huge amount. I'm going to go for... For 10. I'm going to go for 10. Oh, you son of a bitch. Mm. So, Coming up behind me on that. That means that if it's any higher than 10... Uh, any higher than like 15, Dave, you've got all of them. And judging That's by true. the That's judging true, by yeah. it, uh, so I think you're in a good position for this one. But we'll see. Will Eugene Naka be arrested for a third time? I think yes. I actually do. I think I think he's gonna surprise us all by getting arrested a third time. I think no. Uh he's not holding on to one ring anymore. Um he's he's completely out. I think this next one's death. He's going to lose a life. Um, That's true, yeah. i got to check if he's got any rings on him. I love the idea of him holding on to one ring. Like, you can't take me to jail. I've got one ring. Um, well, is he married? Because then, mm. presumably, he's holding on to one. Oh, well, maybe not anymore. Um, will Yuji Naki be arrested for the third time? I think no. I think uh, he's learned his lesson. I've got, I've got one for you. Uh, mm. Will Ben play Forspoken, an American isekai? <laughs> <laughs> no don't make me no no oh come on even though it's an isekai even though it's an I, isekai you love an isekai i think the worst thing about this dave i also just wrote that will ben play foreskin which i think is so much worse will ben play forespoken i think unfortunately the answer is actually yes dave i probably will play it because i have to <laughs> yes but i'm gonna put down no because i want to believe that i'm a better person than this um <laughs> I will probably end up playing it though, Dave. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <laughs> okay. A game will end up being delayed past 2023. Um, I was going to say Armored Core, um, but I think that let's be fair to each other and say no, not Armored Core, because we've already said that, and not Zelda, uh, and, and not Dead Island 2. So let, a game will be delayed past 2023, and I think it is blank. 
Ooh. Been thinking about this one and I want to say it's tricky because I don't know if it's going to be delayed past 2023, but I think it's definitely going to get delayed. And I think it's Starfield. Starfield. That's a good one. I'm going to That's risk really it. I'm going to risk it and think it's going to get delayed past 2023. Starfield. Okay. Um. Man. Okay. I've got one. Dave says Starfield. Ben says Death Stranding 2. Oh, I didn't know Death Stranding 2 was due this year. It is? Oh, you can have that one. Uh, even I think your one's much more likely. But Well, we could we could go for like, you know, <laughs> Metal Slug Tactics, when they allow that to release due to the war in Ukraine being over. Um, Ooh, that one's a little too depressing for the reality of it. So no, I'm not going to pick that one. Uh-uh. Well, yeah, you, you remember that? Do you remember hearing about that one? Is that they, I actually they, didn't. They, I yeah, I remember hearing about it happening to a few games, TV shows, and movies at the time that like punted their releases down a month or two. No, that uh, one was supposed to be released in like the June of last year, and it still hasn't released because of the the war in Ukraine. Um, which honestly, probably one of the least effective parts of like distressing parts of the war in Ukraine, but. We're a, we're a podcast that talks about games, so it's on here. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Um, let's hope the war in Ukraine and Metal Slug Tactics release soon. No. Let's... <laughs> okay, carry on, Ben. So we have the most exciting part of the podcast today, and that is uh, Ben making fumbles about the war in Ukraine. No, it's not. It's our top five Fortnite editions. So in the past, you could say who's going to get added to Super Smash Brothers. They're not adding people to Super Smash Brothers anymore, but by golly, they're adding people to Fortnite. So Dave, do you have a top five people who are going to be released for Fortnite? And each one that gets released will get you a point. Uh, I can go first, if it helps. I'm going to go with uh, Indiana Jones. So Dave says Indiana Jones. Number two, Dave. Number two. Oh, I've got to have all five ready to go at once. Okay, I can say Ant-Man. So unfair. Ant-Man is mine. Ant-Man? Yeah. Ant-Man. Next one's yours, Dave. Next one's mine. Uh, Beyonce. No, um... Beyonce. (sighs) The thing is, I don't know any of these people, but I feel like a streamer's going to get added this year. Mm. Can I just say, insert streamer here? Like... I mean, you're gonna have to be more specific, like maybe like ninja? more specific. Uh, I don't know any of the big ones. Um, okay, I'm gonna give say Dave point half point for famous streamer. Okay, yeah, half point. Yeah, I would mind and, that. And full point for ninja. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, you pick ninja for me. You know more than I do. Um, I have heard that name before, so that that is mm. probably one that I would pick if you had to make me. Okay. I'm going to say Barbie um, to tie in with the Barbie movie that's coming out next year. I think that's year. great. And and mm. also, to just like discuss that for a minute, are you looking forward to this movie? Yes, I'm definitely going to see it. I, I have a lot of time for the Greta Gerwig uh, Barbie movie. Uh, it's going to be fun. I, 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 I want to see it purely just because I think it's going to be a cultural phenomenon one way or another. Um, but I secretly hope it's going to be good. Um, I think it'll be fun. I want it to be good. 
I was going to go for John Wick for this list, but they've already added John Wick to Fortnite. Maybe they could <laughs> add a second John Wick. Um, uh, I think of like a accurate one. So they've had a real uh, a load of different anime ones recently, Dave. They've had actually, Goku, yeah, Vegeta. Actually. They've had Naruto. They've had My Hero Academia. Um, so maybe another big anime, maybe like Demon Slayer, Dave, could be a good guess or something like that. I'll tell you what, I'll throw in Demon Slayer in there. I think Demon Slayer or Jujutsu Kaisen are both smart ideas, smart uh, guesses, I think. I feel like Demon Slayer was the one more people were talking about, so I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to give you Jujutsu Kaisen as well, uh, as one point, because I think that... Um, I think Demon Slayer is over, quote-unquote, but Jujutsu Kaisen isn't, so I don't want to mislead you. But a Demon Slayer or Jujutsu Kaisen character. Okay, for me, Aquaman is the next one. Uh, because they've got the new Aquaman movie coming out, and DC will do a tie-in with Aquaman, I think. Uh, my next guess is going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, in one of his roles. I'm not sure which. I think he's going to be really butthurt about the relative unsuccess that the Black Adam movie was. So he's going to be wanting to like up his profile. Maybe it's going to be his Fast and the Furious character. There's a new Fast mm. movie coming out, isn't there? I've no idea, Dave, but The Rock sounds like a safe bet. It's like The Rock is going to turn up as one of his characters. Mm. I don't think it's going to be The Rock, though. I think it's going to be his character, to be fair. Okay. I think he's going to convince people that people are into him as an actor. I think he's going to be wanting to recoup that notion, so it's not going to just be The Rock. Character played by The Rock. That's fine. That's good. I'm going to go for Mario from the Super Mario movie, played by Chris Pratt. And that's your a final really good answer. That's that's definitely going to work. Um... And your final guess, Dave. Luigi from the Super oh. Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fail play. Uh, Luigi <laughs> from the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay, cool. My final guess is Robert Oppenheimer. Um, I fucking love this one. <laughs> from uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer movie. Okay. Is this is this aspirational more than you actually predict it? Like, are you just secretly <laughs> wanting Robert Oppenheimer to be in video games? I think and just have a lot of very confused teenagers being like, what the fuck is this guy doing in the Fortnite selection? I think there is absolutely no chance they will add Robert Oppenheimer. But I think and, that... And it, when, he, when he shoots someone in the game, he goes, I am death, destroyer of worlds. If you pick him, I am picked. Destroyer of Worlds. Just always that. <laughs> I am paused. Destroyer of Worlds. Uh, <laughs> just constantly saying that. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, I was a bit too sweaty with my Fortnite top five. So I decided to ruffle the playing field by guessing Robert Oppenheimer. And if it comes true, I think that will be... that'll This will be a real moment for me, I think. I think I would love it if that was the mm. only one of our guesses that became true. <laughs> No Barbie, no Aquaman, no Ant-Man, just Robert Oppenheimer. Um, okay, cool. And I guess Robert Oppenheimer was kind of a streamer, so you can get one for half a point for a streamer. In what um, way was Robert Oppenheimer like a streamer? <laughs> smash, smash the button for uh, 
<laughs> to in like fact, and subscribe. I, the minute I said it, I actually realized what I, what I thought they were similar on, and they were both uniformly terrible for mankind. So you know, <laughs> yeah, actually that that tracks. Mm. Um, what what about our uh, other uh, Fortnite prediction? Will they remove Justin Roiland's voice files from Fortnite in twenty twenty three? No. You think no? I think. I think quiet, like if they replace him in the show, which could be quite likely, mm. I think they will quietly replace him and not say anything. They won't make a deal out of it. It will just be quietly done. So the thing about Fortnite though is, doesn't it work in seasons? So y- it gets removed anyway, right? Maybe. Yeah, but I think you keep mm. them in perpetuity. Um, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to go for yes. So that's why I think they can quietly do it without anyone noticing, because they'll just be like, well, they're not in season, so hardly anyone will be playing them anyway. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Well, I'm going to go for now. But I think expecting Tim Sweeney to do that kind of stuff is misguided. But I think that it should be. So I'm going to go for no. You can go for yes. Okay. What genre will dominate 2023? RPG. Uh, which you previously already said was too broad a category. So you're going to have to Fine. be a bit more specific there, pal. JRPG. Because <laughs> I think the interactive <laughs> RPG dominated last year. Mm. Uh, where is J- JRPG, is my guess. Uh, I'm going to go with open world RPG. They, they've just Ooh. been. It's it's the year uh, Breath of the Wild came up came out and last time that happened nobody could shut up about open world games that year so I think that's going to happen again and from what you said there Dave I think things to be angry about this year I think you were yeah. you were starting to talk about Zelda so oh I okay yeah we yeah, can yeah, we can yeah. use that to lead into mm-hmm. it. Um, things because we are, I've got a section that we're going to have that things we're already mad about in 2023 and for me that's the new Zelda game I, I'm already mad about it um, I, I woke up today and on Twitter there were like four different threads about the durability of weapons in Breath of the Wild and people are still talking about that and look Breath of the Wild just wasn't very interesting it was uh, an average open world game that was marketed to people who don't play open world games and that's why they lost their shit over it. Uh, I don't think there was anything special about that game. Hot takes. Scotland hot takes. Um, it just... I don't know. Like, Do, do you disagree? Does that? Do, do you have some fight in you over that one? Do you feel I, like uh, the Breath of the Wild was special to you? I did have a good time with it, and I think that I do appreciate what it did, which was it was starting to like remove a lot of the overly prescriptive open world stuff from games. Like if you think about where it was at the time, the Ubisoft open world game formula was kind of, you know, I, th- I think it changed games for the better. Breath of the Wild open world games because it made them a lot less prescriptive. I think that's good. Um, how how is it different from the Ubisoft open world formula when it did the same thing? You have the towers that you climb to open up parts of the map i mean and to give you icons on the map it's literally the ubisoft open world game design like i actually don't see how it's different there is a very very important distinction 
In Zelda, when you climb the tower, it doesn't light them up on the map. You have to physically look at them and tag them. So it is, it's just a high point where you're looking at things, which is a lot more... Like, it's a lot less like, I go up the top of the tower, I get all the things, I look at them on the map. You actually look at the things you're going to and then you go to them. And I think it makes a big difference. It's a subtle change. I agree with you. Functionally, they're very similar. But I think that it's a lot less prescribed than that was uh, in the times before it. I, I, I only see a slight difference there, personally. I do see where okay, you're coming okay. from. Um, yeah, that's fine. I just, I just think one of the other problems I had with uh, Breath of the Wild is that you have the tutorial plateau that you begin on, mm. and literally everything on that plateau is everything you're going to find throughout the game. You will never find something off of the plateau that will surprise you because you've already seen it on the plateau. That's another reason I don't like Breath of the Wild. It trains you how to. It trains you how to solve every situation on that plateau. That's fair enough. I I didn't finish Breath of the Wild. Uh, uh, I played a bit. I of did. It. I played a bit of it, and then I <laughs> lost the cartridge in a truck, and I never bought it again. <laughs> Why did you lose it in a truck? I was driving a bunch of my stuff back uh, with my dad, and we used to take it in turns to like drive, and then the other one would sit. And when I uh, went to had this hired truck i got my case out and i took zelda out to play some i think it was like a rhythm game and in doing so didn't secure it properly in the case and it dropped on the the floor and the switch cartridges are so little that i um i left it in there and i because it's like 60 quid i didn't buy it again yeah that's fair but yeah, um, I don't know. I think I, just, I actually I, might... I just, I, I'm just not looking forward to people being really annoying about the new game the same mm. way people who have seen their first serious movie for the first time and act like it's, you know, the defining moment of cinema. It's like, that's how I felt like about everybody who went too too hard for Zelda last time. It was like, you need to play more games. like Because uh, there was just nothing that that game did that was all that unique to me. I think um, I'm probably not going to play it if it's on the Switch, but I may emulate it on my Steam Deck um, and play it like that because I think that just don't say it too loud. My uh, Nintendo might hear you. You can't. You can't do anything to me, Shigeru Miyamoto. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I actually have a slight tangent about what I'm mad about, Dave, and also I think this could be a good prediction. Do you think that a major AAA game will come out this year using AI art? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Um, it already happened last year with uh, High on Life. Uh, yeah, but again, again all right, this year. pal, podcast worst game of the year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Do you think it'll happen again this year? Absolutely. Yeah. I think no. Really. I think it's too it's too bad. I think it's too um and it has I, to be it has I, to be a major triple A title. A major triple A title, that's what we're saying. Well the the thing is, I think even if they do do it, it'll probably be a subtle use of filling some corner of the game that no one's gonna see anyway. Mm. And people might not pick up on it. But it has to be um it has to be big enough that it gets reported in the same way the how the high on life stuff does. So like you know, uh, to high- be fair, I I don't know how prominent that stuff was in High on Life. So not very maybe prominent. it was 
maybe it was squirreled away in a corner somewhere and people caught it anyway because you know it, yeah. people are pretty good at finding shit in games um so it wasn't actually that people found it it's that the games company actually proudly told everyone that they used ai art um yeah, I don't think we're going to have a situation where somebody proudly admits to it. I think mm. if it's going to happen, it's going to be found out after the fact. Somebody's just going to make the connection. Uh, okay. Or somebody will leak it. I don't know. And we think I don't think people happen. are going to be stupid enough to proudly be like, yep, we sacked our art team just so we could use an algorithm. Uh, the, the thing it's used for in high life is there's posters in your bedroom, like movie posters, and all the movie posters are AI generated. Um so I'm going to say no, but I'm, and we're going to see a new story about it this year and it's going to be a big deal. And for me, it's the whole AI stuff is continuing. Uh, I think there's really useful uses of this kind of technology, just not, I don't really like the way it's being used currently um, in the art scene. I think in what I do for work, I think there's things that could really make my life a lot easier. The things that no one wants to do and the really annoying things. Unfortunately, the AI art is taking the stuff that people actually genuinely enjoy doing and are good at doing. Give me an AI art that fixes all my punctuations uh, or make sure I use the semicolons correctly or writes bits of code for me. You know, like things that I don't want to do. Please don't make AI art that does stuff that people are good at, get paid for and enjoy doing. Um, although to be fair, actually, there are people who get paid at editing. Uh, they're called editors. <laughs> but I wish I could get an AI art that does editing for me uh, because I do all my own editing and it kills me. Um who knows who knows who knows uh but yeah uh i would i would love ai that makes my job easier i'm not gonna lie but uh i don't think that we're going to be seeing uh, ai art being used in too many high profile games because i think it's radioactive at the minute but we'll see um as it should be mm, as it should be so before we move on to our game of the years dave predictive game of the years um do you have any more type things we'd like to cover uh things that make us mad things that are gonna make us mad um, uh, I'm really mad about the massive layoffs in digital spaces. Um, mm, okay, that's a good one. In, I like, for example, Microsoft. They can like over twelve thousand people uh, across their game studios. Yeah, like that's an insane number. Like, and when you combine all the different like companies in the digital spaces, it's literally in the hundreds of thousands. Like. And it's just to make shareholders happy in time for the earnings reports. It's not because these companies actually need to do layoffs. No. Well, except for Meta. Meta sucked. Um, but I'm not happy about the people being fired from that either. Like, it's not their fault it sucked. It was it was a shit idea to begin with. It's sad to see. Um I don't know. I think it's it's really, really, it's a difficult space. A lot of these companies are posting record profits and will continue to do so. But then every single year, they do make these record profits. They'll say, it's another lean year for us. It's a hard year for us. It's a tough year for us. Um, and it's difficult to really renege those two different ideas, you know? Like, if, it, if, it's, uh, if it's a bad year for you and you have to cut all these people, then why are you doing so well? And it's because, unfortunately, the preservation of profits is more important than the uh, well-being of the human beings that work under them. That's the bottom line, unfortunately, even though they'll say differently, and it's, it's hard to see. Uh, really sorry for the people who lost their jobs. I hope they'll find good places soon. Uh, it's just tough, and uh, I hope that there's something we can do about it, like unionizing. That would be great. Uh, support your unions that would be awesome and i hope we'll or, continue to or see a, mass a little revolution get the yeah. guillotines out mm -hmm. okay yeah um, yeah 
Why could be nice? You, use guillotines to chop billionaires' heads off. That's the all right pal advice for 2023. <laughs> That's my prediction. There'll be a peasant uprising, T- tech peasant <laughs> uprising. Um, okay, cool. Uh, finally, do you have anything else that's going to make you mad? I really haven't got that many things that make me mad yet. I'm, I'm already of. mad because it looks like they've cancelled Doom Patrol after four oh, seasons. Oh no! Um, and it's it's one of the few things in the superhero DC Marvel bullshit that's actually a lot of fun. It's weird. It's queer. It's uh, just something that makes me happy. And unfortunately, one of the main cast members posted that they're saying goodbye to the role. And admittedly, that's now been deleted. There's not been an official announcement. But to be honest, it's 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 had the executioner's axe above its neck every year since it came out. So. I think it's not. I think it's not coming. Uh, HBO Max, because it's, since of its recent merger, has just been cutting everything, and I yeah. don't think it's escaping. Uh, but it's it's the thing that's made me mad that they're getting rid of. Is that the one with Brendan Fraser in it? Yeah, um, yeah, that's really good. Brendan Fraser's great. There's a wide variety of things that are suddenly being cut. As people who love TV and love watching TV, it's a tough time to kind of keep watching this stuff as well. I've been seeing a lot of buzz about Velma recently. I don't really know what the deal is with Velma. I haven't even seen any of it. Uh, uh, I uh, I wanted to be in on it, and I watched it. Did you like and it? I didn't like it. It's it's not good, but I also don't think it's anywhere near as bad as what people are saying. Mm. Um, I think it's actually just mediocre. Yeah. Um, yeah, that actually surprised me. I actually did think it was going to be as bad as everyone said, but then I was like, oh no, it's actually just mediocre. I think it's just because it, it managed to piss off people from both the left and the right, so yeah, I think that's the, kind of interesting. The interesting thing, I think, is um, it, I think it's like one of the most watched HBO originals as well, is it? I think. Or whatever, I wouldn't be surprised on, because is, of yeah. the amount of buzz that was going on about it. And I think they'll see that as being the metric of what they're looking for and it'll get into the season just because of all the controversy. Um, I think it's already got two uh, in the bag anyway. I uh, think it was a, yeah. a two-season order. Interesting. Okay, well, very sad. But it's sad that good series get canned and bad ones continue. I just hope that Pachinko is one of the ones that gets continued. Um, it has to be. Like, has Apple to be. I has so. I more so. money than God. Like... Uh, they, they they haven't as far as i'm aware been you know doing the weird cutting things just because it saves them on taxes uh thing wait am i praising apple for something this is oh i feel like i've got ants on me <laughs> but also like unfortunately um unfortunately like it is horrendously underseen um and I think you could see it kind of getting cut for that reason. Like, so few people are looking at it, watching it, talking about it. I think that it, maybe it could get cut for that reason, but we'll see. For the very least, we do think it's getting a second season and they're making one. So it hasn't been cut yet. Um, okay, finally, anything else that makes us mad, Dave, before we do our game La- of the years? Last thing that makes last me thing mad that makes us already last thing that makes in us 2023 mad. is yeah. Hogwarts Legacy. Um, okay, yeah. 
just just all of it the mistreatment of the developers the yeah. the fact that uh its turf offer has decided to make uh its sales be yet another indication of how right she is about everything else literally um, right yeah uh, yep um the fact that it's about you know fighting a slave uprising that's that's another one i think it's real bad um it's, it's all bad um i know i was going to be mad when this game came out so maybe i was already mad in 2022 about it so it's just and unsurprisingly it's already doing really well in the charts um yeah. i think despite the fact that when you see people talk about it on the internet there seems to be a general con- consensus that you know this stuff is bad and you shouldn't support it but unfortunately the vast majority of people who are into these things are not on twitter and no we're excited about it the moment it was announced they they've been counting down the days holding their harry potter one that they got from universal studios unfortunately i don't think there's ever been a game boycott that's worked as sad as that is to say i don't think a game boycott's ever worked um and I think that this one isn't going to either, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't take a stand and stand for things that you believe in. Like, I think one of yeah. the things that most annoys me about this kind of discourse that I see online is it's like, oh, posted from your Apple iPhone. I don't see you walking over there to stop all this, the children, you know, hypocrite much. And it's like, well, human beings only have so much budget for being and caring about things. And I think if you do care about things, if you feel strongly about things... It's actually kind of fantastic that you take a stand for them. Like, it's a beautiful thing. You should be able to use what little time you have on this world to do stuff you care about or not do stuff you do you don't care about. Um, and I think to those people, you people can't be expected to do everything else they would die uh, or you would not live a fulfilling life. But the things you do choose to spend your time in, the things you do choose to uh, to try and rally against or use, there's value in that. There's value to be you know stand up and be counted. Um, and the tweet I was referencing earlier, a tweet from Liam Robinson from Did You Know Gaming, um, I quote, The stories I'm hearing from behind the scenes on this Hogwarts Legacy game are frankly bizarre and bad. Considerable crunch, questionable politics making their way into the game. Even without the JK stuff, the entire enterprise is rife with shitty practices. For all you support the dev folks, I've had more than a few people come forward in recent weeks, and it's worth mentioning that there are people who worked on this game that actively do not want you to support it. Um, and that's it. So... Please don't buy the Hogwarts game. Uh, but if so, yeah, but please don't. Um, and if you do buy it, don't go on a Twitter rant about how you should be able to enjoy things. Like, just if you are going to be one of those people who decides to buy the shitty wizard game, just, just, just do it. Don't expect a medal for doing it. Just yeah. n- nobody's actually going to come into your house and stop you, and nobody will know about it unless you tell them. So mm. just keep it to yourself. It's it's if you're going to buy it, just do it. But I would, I would, I would, I would advise you, if you care about this stuff and you feel like standing like on your morals, then you should not buy it. Um, yeah, and if if it does stop you from buying, it, no, I will judge you. Yeah, Dave will judge you. Um, I don't have time for these people. Um, <laughs> I don't have time to care about you. <laughs> but Dave does. Dave, Dave has uh, Dave uh, has scheduled you into his calendar over the next few days just to care about you buying Hogwarts Legacy. And it'll be filled with hate. Um, okay, cool. Anything else that makes you mad, Dave? Uh, I'm evidently some kind of Dalai Lama-esque. Actually, Dalai Lama's I mean, mad. The, um, but... Those are the big ones. Mm. Um, I could go on, but I won't. There's more where uh, that came cause... from. 
um, for the next um, year of because, podcasting. Because then it'll just, it'll just be just me bitching for the next hour and a half. Um, and I think that's only fun for me. So subscribe to on. our Patreon for the Uncut Dave Bitching episode. Uh, we don't have a Patreon. Uh, so subscribe to someone else's Patreon. Um, I think we need <laughs> and viewers get the to two hour Patreon. long David rant. <laughs> Maybe if someone actually listens to us, we can do it with a Patreon, but we have to have people listen to us first. Soon. Okay, our predicted game of the years. So, Dave, counting down from 10. Do you have 10, Dave, or do you have 5? I have 10 now, yeah. 10, okay. Counting down from number 10. What is your number 10 game of the year for 2023? Oh, I didn't realise these were supposed to be ranked, but I think it'll be quite easy to figure out. Just give me two seconds. For me, it's uh, the Wolf Among Us my... 2. Um, it's my number 10. Um, that's interesting that's my number nine uh cool of among us 2 was a really big game telltale game back when telltale was making fantastic games regularly and that's not the case anymore or even towards the end of telltale but i still really enjoyed both among us one and i'm excited to see them continue the story even though it's been an incredibly long time uh this is also maybe a candidate for getting delayed to be honest but we shall see what's your number 10 dave my number 10 is the System Shock remake, and it's on there because it's a remake at number mm. 10. I absolutely adore System Shock, um, and I hope it's a really good remake. That's kind of really all there is to say about it. Uh, unless you're not familiar with System Shock, uh, then just know that things like your Bioshocks were inspired by it. Uh, the Prey, most recent Prey game, just loads of games were inspired at Deus Ex, inspired by it. So it's like a wee bit of gaming history being brought into the present, and I hope they do a good job at it. It's a super classic M-Sim game, uh, and, uh, and a fantastic one. Okay, number nine for me, Grim Guardian's Demon Purge. It's a Castlevania game with waifus, looks really cool. Uh, I don't think I have to explain myself anymore. Maybe you could call it Injustice that this beat both Among Us 2, but so be it. Grim Guardian's Demon Purge, game of the year. Okay, number nine, go for it Dave. Uh, mine's the wolf among us too um, oh really wow what's that game <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a game with um mm. really weird questionable politics on the the nature of the israel uh, palestine conflict no way but if you ignore if you ignore do you, do you are you not aware of this no <laughs> I thought oh yeah no the whole the whole on. thing is is a metaphor for the israel palestine conflict and unfortunately, it's a, a, a pro-Israel stance. No, um, what the fuck? I didn't know this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I did not know this when I played uh, The Wolf Among Us either. However, that put aside, um, let's face it, if it's coming out of the United States, it's probably got some terrible global politics in it anyway. Uh, so let's mm. not pretend like that's particularly unique. Uh, but I did really like the characters from the first one. Uh, I did a whole good job with the sort of fairy tales done grim. I was going to say turn grim, but let's face it, they used to be. Um, but in like a modern setting, I, I really liked uh, how in the first one, you weren't really deciding how the game ended. They, they kind of shrugged their shoulders at the whole telltale decide how the story goes. And were like, no, you're deciding more what kind of detective Big B is. And mm. I think it's more interesting when you meet the limitations of the format and then make something creative out of it rather than try and make us believe that we're in control like they did with so many of their other titles. Something that's really I, I thought was really fun was um, they use a bunch of British turns of phrase in the game 
which really confused a bunch of Americans and other foreign, foreign well, foreigners, non-English people, non-British people who were playing it. And there was one which was that you glass someone. And I know a bunch of Americans who thought that meant you would have a nice drink with them. Like you <laughs> no the glass. way! And so they selected glass them and you just basically break the bottle over their head violently and they were absolutely appalled because the term glassing <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean anything in America uh, or certain parts of America. Which I thought that's was really, insane really to me that yeah. the Americans don't understand. Oh wow, that's I'm sure they're not I a monolith. That... Uh, they're not a monolith. No, that's sure true, true. But... I, sorry, I just it's just one of those things that I assumed was a bit more universal than that. Like, no, I didn't realize it was it was a British idiom. Uh... Yeah, there's 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 a lot more than you'd think. Um, so stuff that I run into is like using the term a bit, like a bit of something is also not very universal, and they don't understand what you mean. Like, oh, he's a bit mad or whatever. Or you could say, like, all over the shop is something that uh, really confuses people and they don't know what it means. Um, anyway. They're all over the shop. What they're all over the understand. shop. Exactly, yeah, all over the shop, mate. Uh, they're not in a specific location of the shop. Like, yeah, you'd think that, you think that, but it doesn't translate that well. <laughs> Number eight on my list, Street Fighter VI. I really enjoy fighting games. And this is the fighting game this year. People are very excited about it. It looks a lot of fun. It even has a Yakuza-style walk-around uh, mode where you walk around as the characters, like Shenmue. Uh, that's really fun. I think I'm going to enjoy this game. In fact, I'm going to enjoy it at an 8. So I'm very excited. Can you also go to the Sega Arcade, though? No. But oh. you can You can go to an arcade with a bunch of arcade <laughs> games from um, Street Fighter's history, which is really interesting. They have like Can a really I play Shogi? No. Be a dance teacher. No. Oh. Sorry, Dave. It's not. It's not every game can be lost judgment good. <laughs> uh, what's your number eight, Dave? My number eight is Marvel Spider-Man Two. However, Ooh. only if they don't make him a cop again. Otherwise, what? it's not in my top ten. What do you do if they make him a cop? It just you have something else there instead. Uh, it just is. It just doesn't deserve to be in my top ten because I did really like the the first one. Mm. It reminded me positively of Spider Man Two on the GameCube uh, yeah. many years back. But my biggest problem with it is that they had um, Spider Man stand in for all the government services in the the you know filling up the open world. But that also meant that you were installing listening posts for the police so that they could, you know, not so good. watch all their people. It was just grim. It's like, Spider-Man's not a cop. Spider-Man is mistrusted and, you know, has to beat up the cops often because, you know, they're corrupt. I don't know. Like, I just feel like comic Spider-Man would have looked side-eyed video game Spider-Man on that one. Like, he'd be like, no, no, we, we don't we don't team up with the cops. I think that if they make him a cop, you should be forced to put Zelda here instead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, if they do, Zelda deserves to be there more. Um, mm. It's just like, it was just something I know that universally was kind of complained about. Even people who don't, I know who don't have particularly ACAB opinions were like, yeah, that was weird. Mm. That you're like so pally with the cops in that game, basically just doing their job for them. You'd have them call up and be like, "Ah, can you go? You know, beat up some meth heads for us." I don't think they actually do that in the game, but like it'd be like bank robbers or something. Okay, next one. Eden Chronicles: Hundred Heroes, the spiritual successor to Suikoden. 
I actually really should play the remasters of Suikoden that's coming out this. I think it came out this year or last year. The uh, kind of remake. It's remasters. this year. It's coming yeah. out. They're not out yet. Okay, I will also play those. Those are going to be very exciting. But this is a new game, and it's going to be really fun. And I'm excited to play Aiden Chronicles. I am. So. I'm, I'm so excited for the re-releases mm. of those games as well, and I'm like, very excited for this one. Uh, and if you can guess, this is going to be much higher up my list. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what's yours uh, for number seven? Number seven. Uh, oh, I think we'll go for Star Trek Resurgence. Star Trek Resurgence. Okay, I'm not Which keeping. Is... I'm not keeping note of these, by the way. So make sure you've got a list. Oh, I've got. We. I've got. We note. Don't you worry. Fantastic. Don't you worry, Fantastic. Ben. I can Fantastic. look after myself. Um, Star Trek Resurgence is a Telltale-like game where. I believe you're just playing some two entirely made-up characters. It takes place at the end of Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, I'm kind of into it just because I'm a Star Trek nerd, but also because I like these back when Telltale was you know, still releasing their games. I actually do like these episodic-style narrative adventures where you're mostly just like making choices for the characters in it. I, I like it. It's like a little tabletop RPG that you get to play digitally. Fantastic. Uh, was that number seven? Number six? Process of Elimination. It's a visual novel. Twelve detectives are trapped on an island, and one of them is murdered, and we have to figure out which of the detectives did the murder, or all of them tried to solve the murder at once. Fantastic. This game's going to be really fun. I'm excited for it. Uh, it's a Nisa game as well, and I always like Nisa for putting out those weird games that are interesting, if not always great. Um, but uh, they're always interesting, and this one should be a lot of fun. So looking forward to it. Number six for you, Dave. Process of Elimination. Oh, really? What's that game like? I shit you not. <laughs> um, yeah, I like to put this in the same spot, because, as you say, it's a visual novel, which I'm a sucker for. If it were a new Tchaikovsky game, it would be further up the list. It's because mm. it's more of a, to me, an untested developer. Not untested, but unproven developer. It's a great idea. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think even if you do a, a half, you know, half the potential of the idea, it's going to be great. Uh, I hope they release an absolute banger of a title and join the pantheon of the upper area of the visual novel genre. Fantastic. Okay, cool. Uh, for me, we have Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. I'm not normally a big fan of these kind of games, but I really like the Three Kingdoms period. Um, and I've since it's been kind of ignited in me that I like this kind of stuff from Elden Ring, I'm actually pretty excited for this one. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to killing gigantic zombie Lubu as I walk around and kill people. Going to be a lot of fun. Excited for this one. Uh, nothing more on that. Number five, War on Fallen Dynasty. I'm actually pretty hyped for this one. It's out in March. Um, uh, for my number five, I'm pretty hyped for Dead Island 2. Dead Island 2. Okay, cool. In the top five. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure it's going to come out. Uh, it's been eight years in development and it's been a torturous development cycle where it's moved from developer to developer. Uh, been started, restarted. Uh, I, I just really liked the first one in a multiplayer setting. Uh, I had a great time playing through the first one split screen with a friend at uh, uni at the time. Uh, yeah, and I hope to do the same with Dead Island too. Smash some zombie skulls in. Number four, Trails into Reverie. This is a Trails game. I love these games. It's another one of those. I will enjoy it. 
No more comment. No, no comments to be made. Well, really well, what does a trails game bring to you that you're you're excited to have sated this year? It's like they have a uh, a continual universe that I'm so invested in on these past eleven games. They're just getting to see all the characters that I like, seeing them go places, seeing the world that I enjoy, getting all the references and the excellent storytelling. I would be surprised if I didn't really enjoy these games again. They're, they are. The gold standard of RPGs. They really are good as JRPGs. They're such a good continual series. And I'm I'm so into them. I've played like, you know, twelve of them at this point. So they've got me got me by the ghoulies. Um I'm uh, I'm very invested at the stage. So very excited for that. How about yourself? Well, I think my next one is Hollow Knight Silk Song. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's a good game. I didn't put that one on. Maybe I should have. Um I'm not even really into the Metroidvania genre all that much, but if I was going to pick one that I absolutely adored, it would be Hollow Knight. Mm. Uh, it was a game that just kept surprising me when I was playing it. Um, I wish the skill ceiling for it wasn't quite so high, because, uh, I mean, I think I beat the end boss, but then they added like a bunch of new content to it where you had to like fight harder versions of it, and I was like, nah, it's not me. <laughs> and it's it took difficult. me years to finish it the first time, though um there was a few bosses that i just really struggled with um so yeah yeah i'm looking forward to being uh crap at hollow knight silk song because they're like the big thing about this one is movement and i'm bad at games like celeste so i'm probably gonna be worse at this one but i'm gonna enjoy being worse at it it's a beautiful game great world uh i just think the later the later levels of the first one just get too skill dependent for me and I'm not very good. So they did get quite difficult, but I had a great time until that point. Number three for me, Final Fantasy 16. I just think there's a lot of... For me, the Final Fantasy 7 remake was just pure production value and that actually went a long way. I just enjoyed being part of it. Everything felt good, everything looked good, everything sounded good. It was just a big vibe and I really enjoyed playing it. I think, I think you're a fool. I think you're going to be depressed. Mm. I think you've not you've not been a Final Fantasy fan as long as I have to seen them just screw up so much since Final Fantasy twelve. The only thing they've gotten right is uh, fourteen, and even then they had to literally remake the entire game to get it right. So okay. Well, maybe you'll be right and I'll be crying, Dave, but I'm I have faith. I you know what? I sincerely hope I'm wrong. I mm. hope this is the first properly good one they've had in a while without the edgy irony that made uh, a stranger in paradise work. Yeah, Stranger in Paradise is great, but it's not good. <laughs> it's great but not good. I um, I want to be wrong, but mm. um I'm gonna be honest, um one of my predictions for this year is that Square Enix will definitely shit the bed again vis-a-vis like the nfts selling off all their ips for a song um just because they don't know what to do with them like yeah like i don't even think this is a prediction i don't think this is just a fact of like nature like gravity that square enix will fuck something up big time in 2023 do you think that final fantasy 16 will make it into our top 30 next year this year Maybe. Uh, it depends Maybe. on how many games we play this year because there were some pretty mediocre titles in our top 30 this year. True. I mean, true. did High on Life not make it into the top 30 or did we have no. more than 40 games? There okay, was, we there was, there was like 37 games I think we had. So I, think it I was going to say because it was, it was in the top 30 by default. Like It yeah. wasn't because it deserved to be there. No. Um, 
so you know there's some some dire stuff can make it into the top 30 so i don't think that's as big a deal like well, it's in my top i don't think anyway. um, if, if you include all the games we didn't play um mm. that in the in the list that i'll never even see anywhere near the top 30 but if we don't play that many games yeah it could get there do you think it'll beat a 90 on open critic absolutely not absolutely not okay even if even if it's even if i actually end up thinking it's good actually i still think it's not going to be over 90 Uh, okay to be fair it's very rare that games are over 90 there's very few of them anyway it's in my top three i'm gonna stand by it dave you can't make me feel bad until i play it what's your number three (laughs) Uh, the Expanse, a Telltale series. Um, Ooh, that's cool. And it's on there purely because I love The Expanse. I was devastated that it got cancelled last year. Um, and not only is it more Expanse, it is focusing on my favourite character, Camino Drummer. So it's, it's, it's made for me, Ben. This whole was made for me. Well, something that's made for me, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. It's the Jet Set Radio Future spiritual successor by the people that made Lethal League, one of my favourite fighting games. This is made for me. It's very special. And we'll see if it has the same uh, death as Neon White. If Dave decides to pummel it with a large mallet. Um, we'll see. Uh, but... I like Jet Set Radio Future, so mm-hmm. there's actually a much higher chance that I'll like this one. Cool, like... God. Um, Dave um... will kill again. Um, I, I, I don't like to play Jet Set Radio Future because it's much too slow, um, but that's only as an artifact of the time it was made, um, rather than a judgment on its quality of gameplay. I came to it late, you see. But I had a friend who used understand. to play it in high school, yeah. and I did like the aesthetics and stuff. I, Music. Um, I made a, a graphic design project after Jet Set Radio Future, so I loved that game in high school. It was brilliant. Okay, what's your number two, Dave? My number two is Aiden Chronicle 100 oh, Heroes. Um, I'm coming at it at a slightly different angle you because I have been a long-time fan of the Suikoden games. Mm. Um, if anything, the one thing I'm a little disappointed in, and it's obviously not something you can hold against them. They're not allowed to use the, uh, the rights from that game. Um is that with Aiden Chronicle, they're starting from one. Uh, one of the things I loved about uh, those games was the same thing you love about the Trails games, is that like it's this interconnected world where uh, there's a history outside of the games that you're seeing. The characters will go off and do their own things. These events are not the most important things in the world for everyone. Uh, so, you know, the next one might have a character from the first one, or it might not. Uh... Yeah, it just, it just felt like you were... I don't know, it's like... I used to always uh, explain when uh, Game of Thrones became a new thing that you had to explain to people. I'd be like, did you ever play Sukkoden? <laughs> like, they, they have, like, interconnected characters. Everyone has their own story, history, and uh, the world feels a lot more real because of it. And mm. I'm just really looking forward to getting in on the ground level, at least. Um, I desperately hope it's good. I hope they've got many more of their stories in them. Uh, and I want it to be a success so that we get a second one. And then you can see, people will see the quality of having a world to draw upon like they did. And uh, day one purchase for me. We'll be playing that one as soon as it comes out. Very excited for that. That'd be great. And number one, the uh, predictive game of the year 
for the All Right Power podcast. Like a dragon, Ishin. Is it also yours, Dave? It's also it's my also top yours. prediction. Okay, fantastic. So excited for this game. I actually ran around the room and screamed when it got revealed on the PlayStation stream. Um, I wasn't expecting it. I've been wanting to play this game specifically for a long time, and it was never localized, along with Kenzan. And I think giving it the Kiwami treatment is so exciting. I do have some worries about the game. It's being made um, you know, on a completely different way. It's a transition to Unreal, which is not normally a problem. I don't think, you know, I've said before, I don't really think uh, consumers should be bothered about the game engines, be bothered about the game. But I think that could maybe be a slight issue, but they've never let me down before and they won't let me down now. The game is going to be fantastic. It's full of love, full of fantastic, full of soul. And apparently has a fantastic uh, story, one of the best in the series. Super, super excited for this. Even though it's a remake, it's still number one. We love Yakuza, we love Like a Dragon. Let's go! Yeah, it's, we're, we're just an absolute mm. sucker for getting yeah. to play uh, another Yakuza-like title. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter which one, <laughs> if we're honest. Yeah. Although, that this is one that is so different from the others. Um, while still being the same thing it being different in that it's set in feudal Japan rather than modern Japan. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to seeing is that it uses a lot of the same character designs for everyone. There's a Majima design, there's a Kiryu design. They are all different characters, although I imagine the Kiryu-like will end up being exactly the same. Yeah, uh, I think it's really interesting. I don't for In the original Ishin, is that they had a bunch of people's um, faces from the games around the time from five four and three now the games yeah, yeah that's popular. what i'm saying yeah well but now the games are popular oh, wait, no, they've, sorry. they've remapped all of their faces and they've recorded all their dialogue again but kept the animations so the people they're using are from zero seven and six and some from judgment so oh, i'm not sure how i feel about that then so they've replaced the actors with the actors from zero and they're keeping their animations the same, but their facial, uh, their faces have been changed, and they've used uh, the the actors from Zero. So Kuzo's back, um, Shibasawa's back, um, you know, and they've they've got a bunch of them. Shibasawa's a big deal in this one, who's replacing a character who was one of the big characters from Five. Um, yeah, I feel sorry for the the people from like Five and Six and stuff who maybe don't get as much of a due, but at the same time, I like Kuzo, so we're getting him back. Well, they've launched it specifically targeting who's popular in the West and who's popular in... Um, for example, uh, Mine is hugely popular in Japan for some reason, and he's back in this one. So they've basically taken all of the most popular characters from the games in Japan and the West and brought back those those actors. Um, Man, I just... Yeah, I, although I don't think it's going to actually be my top spot game. Yeah. It's just when you're looking at the release of what's coming out is my anticipated favorite because my, my top spot's going to go to the game that surprises me the most the the one yeah. that i didn't know i was going to like until i played it if we'd made this list uh, last year pentiment and citizen sleeper there's no way those games would have been in there because i didn't know about those games last year yet they yeah. were our top two so i didn't know about pentiment until it was on games pass like and mm. it was out yeah and i was just like oh it looks kind of neat i'll play that <laughs> i remember seeing it at the microsoft conference and thinking I wouldn't like it. <laughs> like, I thought, that game looks bad. I don't want to play it. And then everyone was like, actually, this game's amazing. And I was like, okay. And then I played it, and it was phenomenal. So, yeah, I think um, I think it's a good bet for the all right PAL top 10. It's like an Ishin. 
like like an Asian, like a dragon Asian, because our combined powers, maybe that will be number one. But we'll see what happens, I guess. And that's it for our prospective top tens. Um, I think for each of those that we've managed to, so for those top ten, each of those that we managed to guess, is it for our combined top ten, or for our individual top tens, we'll get us a point for the king. What do you think? Uh. And we'll do individuals. Okay, individuals. Uh, even though we've got a lot, even though we've got a lot of doubles. Um... Mm. Well, but I, I think combined could be really fun because it means we can't cheat. Um... <laughs> what do you mean cheat? We've we've made our choices. They're locked in. Yeah, but like for our game of the years, I meant for like. Oh yeah. right. Oh no, I guess I see what you mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe a, a combined list will be better. Yeah, I mean to be fair, um, I don't think any of us are going to cheat because it doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, keeps us honest. Um, <laughs> hello, welcome back to the All Right Pod podcast, part two. <laughs> we have some more stuff to talk about. Um, I don't know how this is going to fit in, but it's going to fit in. And we're here and we're still talking about stuff. We, d- we definitely didn't decide to do it after we'd finished. Um, <laughs> we could fit the entire don't, discussion in. Because I was going to just edit it in mm. so people would be none the wiser, but your introduction has scuppered that. Well, um, we can get rid of the introduction. We can just be like... Oh man, is no. there any anime you're looking forward to next year, Dave? Um, and then we can just go straight from there. Um, for me, yeah, there is anime I'm looking is, forward to is, next year, Ben. Um, even though it's not finished its first season yet, I'm really looking forward to season two of Blue Lock. Oh, it's my boy. We love a bit of Blue Lock. We love yeah, the the um, anime that uh, if anyone was paying attention that I sort of uh, made fun of in our. Uh, top 10 tv shows of the year mm. uh I, I actually watched it after that and i uh i want to apologize to you ben mm. uh, i am now a big supporter of your football yes. uh, twinks thank you so much uh, I, so I've invested. Yeah. I maybe did forget <laughs> to tell you that there's very handsome twinks uh, in it so maybe that's that's my fault i think um i mean it's, it's not so much that they're handsome although they are yeah um it's the fact that you didn't tell me it was a football anime where people become better by being motivated by the twink on the team they fancy the most. Like you didn't tell me that. You didn't really tell sure me it was yeah, gay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the thing is, Dave, is because I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I fear that it's explicitly not gay. Is the, is the fear that I have in my heart. I don't want to utter it into the world because what if the. Uh, what if they lean in for a kiss and then the author's like, oh no, it's totally, totally a straight, bo- straight boys football anime and then everything's ruined. That could happen. Unfortunately, I think that is the case. Yeah. That it is it is unintentionally gay, but yes. it is definitely still gay. It's, it's like Jojo. It's like Jojo. Um, Jojo's the, the gayest yeah. thing that isn't, probably isn't gay. And that's fantastic. Um, and we love, we love Jojo I- too. So yeah, it's the same way that that's gay. It's the same way that Luke Skywalker is definitely gay, even though that's not the way he's written. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Blue Lock season two. Like, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. For me, uh, there's a bunch of mangas that I have been following along with that have got animes. Very excited for. Um, I'm really excited for the anime of Oshinoko, which is definitely coming out this next anime season. That's going to be fantastic. It is the uh, classic story of a gynecologist who gets reborn as his favorite idol's child. Uh, And I'm not going to spoil anymore because there is a twist. Uh, But um, hopefully I'll manage to get Dave to watch that, especially past the twist to see if they like it. I think they will. And uh, really looking forward to that because it's a fantastic anime. A fantastic manga and hopefully an amazing anime. So really, really looking forward to that. Um... 
There's also a few more animes as well. If they make a Sakamoto Days anime, I'm excited for that. But most of all, I'm just excited to see what animes I kind of managed to discover this year. Because a lot of it is kind of like seeing what comes out this season and then just being like, okay, there's so much stuff to watch that's coming out in this next season. And I'll sample a little bit of everything and see where it lands me, you know? Do you think it's conceivable that we might see a Jojo Part 7 anime? No chance. Uh, no I chance? Might... No chance. I, I don't even think they'll announce it this year. Wow. Uh, that's confident. Yeah. Why do you think, why are you so sure about that? Because it takes literal years for them to announce stuff. Uh, they really take the time. With, with, there's like Twitter accounts that hype up how long it takes for the JoJo's to come out. And because it's just finished, I, I think that it's uh, there's a very, very little chance we'll see it, I think. It takes them a very long time to make this series. Um, like, I get not coming out this year, but not even an announcement. Mm. I don't think they'll announce it this year. Um, that's my prediction. But maybe they will. I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong. But uh, I think they're going to be waiting a while for it. We both adored Part 7. and I'm just really looking forward to a cross-country horse race with dinosaurs in it. Dio dinosaurs in it. Um, And the parts of Jesus. Um, Yep, Hunt for Jesus. Uh, Jesus was the original Joestar. um, Confirmed (laughs) here. Uh, (laughs) Big big G-Joe. He's he's Um, the earliest Jojo character. It's... um, Incredible. It's facts. Um, I wonder if you get. I wonder if you get a JoJo fan to read the Bible by telling them that it has uh, other adventures. In it. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find anime 2023. What's coming out? Um, new Doraemon. <laughs> um, Attack on Titan. No. Blue Lock. Yes. Boruto. Sasuke story. No. Demons Lair, oh my no. god! They, no, you, you, you can't no. just we can't just gloss over that. They are really milking that <laughs> franchise now. They're like, "Fuck, we're done with uh, Baruto, the the character who we couldn't even be coming bored coming up with an actual name for." Um, we've got his story done. What are we gonna do next? Ah, oh, we'll just make a fucking Sasuke side story. He was a popular character. Like, I mean, I guess good on the guy. Uh, I guess is it Kishimoto? Um, yeah, Masashi, he's made his money. He's made. His uh, money. He's making his money. He's getting his back. But I'm just. Uh, it's just like um, it's like when they announced the new Marvel thing, and it's like, ah, oh, the adventures of Steve, the guy who was in the Avengers for two minutes. Like, but he left the Avengers before they became <laughs> famous. Um, I, I um, it's really looking forward to. Uh, there's a new Junji Ito. Um, kind of. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, an wow, adaption of a short yes. uh, adaption of short stories. Yeah, I actually watched one of those last night. Uh, oh, okay. I liked it. It was spooky. Um, mm. The animation wasn't. I didn't write home about, it, and I picked one that I think was uh, didn't suffer as much from the relatively low costs associated with the animation because I'd heard some really bad things about the first two that Netflix mm. uh, list. Um, and so I wonder if they've made a mistake because Junji Yuto's art is kind of one of the things that really defines how good it is as well at times. So I think you need to do it justice, but I think you'll I think you'll at least get some enjoyment out of it. At least I think I will anyway. But I don't know if it'll be like a seminal adaption of his work. I'm currently going through what's up there. So new new spy family apparently. Be like that. Uh, I still haven't watched it yet. <laughs> well, I mean, I like that. I think you maybe it's it, it, they go down easy, Dave. Like I, I don't think that I'd be too upset if you never watched it. 
Oh no, I they, bet, go, they go down really easy. I think I um, think I think it's safe to say that I'd like it. It's got a cute mm. dog in it that goes woof. <laughs> boff. What what what's uh, more to like? like? Boff. Boff. There's a spy family movie coming out this year. Wow, they're really going whole ham with that. Uh New Kaguya Summer movie. I mean that's an amazing series. I would recommend you watch that, Dave. It's brilliant. Um Yeah, no, nothing nothing too much that has been announced thus far. There's a new Beyblade. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing super huge coming out. Let's say, what TV shows are coming out in 2013? What are you looking forward to, Dev? Oh, I'm really looking forward to Strange New World Season 2. Mm. Um, I I really hope this is a case of where they come out even stronger than their already strong sewing last year. Because uh, traditionally with Star Trek TV shows, your first season's the one where you're figuring things out. And then Season 2 onwards is where you've, you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, and I kind of hope that one day that I'm looking back on the show the same way I look back on Star Trek DS9 as not just being good Star Trek, but just being good TV in general. The one that I'm looking forward to, Ted Lasso season three. Excited for that because that's the end. Of, end of end is the end. The end of Ted Lasso. The thing is, you say it's um, you say it's at the end, but I I've still yet to see an official announcement that it'll be the last one. I think there is some mm. behind the scenes, maybe general agreement that it'll be the last one. But I don't know. I think that I actually this is actually going to be my prognostication for twenty twenty three. Is I think they will do more than three seasons of Ted Lasso. I guess it has been wildly successful. Um, another thing I'm really looking forward to as well: uh, Ryan Johnson's Poker Face. The Natasha Leon Detectives um, show, uh, directed by Ryan Johnson, looks amazing. Uh, are you excited for that one? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I, I like Natasha Leon. I was a big fan of Russian Doll, and um, I was a little bit disappointed by um, Glass, Onion. Glass Onions from a murder mystery perspective. I enjoyed it. It's a fun film. Uh, so I am looking forward to getting my murder mystery fix from an episodic series where somebody solves crimes I'm, I'm looking forward to it new season of severance as well looking forward to that uh, yep real three, exciting three body, three body problem uh, as well um sorry uh severance had a real exciting end to its first season really threw the whole like just knocked the whole board down like in terms of like i'm really not sure how they're actually going to do a season two and i think that's an exciting way to not have to just lean on what made the first season special. I guess brave. Most most shows wouldn't have the guts. Are you looking forward to that 90s show? Um, <laughs> Absolutely not. I fucking hated the 70s show. <laughs> and I think it's a shameless cash grab. Uh, well, something I am really looking forward to, Shrinking, which is the new, uh, which is actually coming out this month, same as Poker Face. And it's the Harrison Ford um, and uh, Bill Lawrence showrunner of, and Brett Goldstein, uh, you know, the showrunners of Ted Lasso uh, are making a 10 episode comedy with Harrison Ford coming out this year. That's going to be super exciting. I'm not that excited for it. Um, sorry to say. Uh, we, liked, we liked Ted Lasso. I, loved, what's that, what's I like Ted Lasso and I love Brett Goldstein. Uh, I have a lot of faith in him, but I don't know if he's, I have enough faith in him to make Harrison Ford funny. Sorry, I mm. don't. I actually don't think much of Harrison Ford as an actor, to be honest. Um, 
And I think that I think that's my biggest problem. I mean, I'm not unexcited for it, but I'm I'm not convinced it will be a success. So like, uh, I'd like to be wrong. Uh, it's not a prediction. It's just it's how I feel about it. Are you excited for Brit Goldstein as Hercules? Absolutely. I forgot what that's going to be. be in though. Um, a Marvel movie, um, probably than you saw. Um, oh shit! I have to watch a Marvel movie. Uh, I'll probably not see it this year. I'll, I'll have to wait until I can, you know, obtain it on the open seas somewhere. I'll leave mm. you that to your imagination. What I mean. Um, then again, some days actually let me use their Disney Plus account, so maybe it'll appear on there and I can watch it. Because um, unfortunately, I'm, it is going to be a bit a bit part relative to anything else. So it's not like if I mean, if he was headlining a film, I, I might go see it for him to support him. But I think he's going to be the major villain. Um. No, no, he isn't. Surely, that's what they were building up to. He was he was the after screen tease. Um, yeah, but I think they were just teasing that he was going to be in the next one, not that he was going to be the main villain. I mean, but, I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen the film in question, so maybe I'm wrong. I I, I just didn't see Hercules mm. being the next main villain uh, being all that likely. Then again, they're they're running out of all the big names, so maybe it's not that crazy actually. I'm bring, talking about that. Any movies you're excited for this next year? Uh, I'm not done with TV shows, Ben. Thank oh, you more TV, much. more TV, more TV. Wow, okay, <laughs> cool. Um, it was just a good uh, segue. It was a good segue. I, I can't I, say it wasn't. It was um, a good segue. Uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that I'm also really excited for the next season of Succession. Uh, okay. Yeah. Looking forward to Brian Cox just uh, calling everyone fucking arseholes and stuff. Like, it's going to be great. Um... I'm looking forward to all the think pieces about um, Jeremy Strong. Uh, don't don't know why everyone was so obsessed with it, the way he acts in that show, but they were. Uh, you excited for season two of Loki, Ben? I didn't watch season one of Loki, Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you weren't missing anything. It was shit. Um, <laughs> uh, what about? I don't know if you actually did watch any of it, but I, I did. Um, season three of The Witcher, now starring uh, Luke Hemsworth. The, the season three will still have Henry Cavill. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Henry Cavill film season three. Okay, I am yes. looking forward to season three then. Uh, with yeah, season four, it will be uh, Luke Hemsworth. Well, um, I also have a another TV series that I'm looking forward to. I just remembered. The new boy spinoff, Gen 5. I'm nervous about a boy's spinoff. Um, ah, it's going to be good. Because admittedly it's not the same type of thing, but I did watch that uh, series of animated shorts that they did. Mm. Um, most of them were bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> then again, they were more of the flavor of the comics they were based upon. And I've always said the greatest thing the boys did was actually making the source material seem good. Um, mm. an absolute so, so the original material wasn't very good at all but maybe given some better source material they could work with it, who knows um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm holding out some, some interest in this one um, uh, are, are, you, are you as excited as I am for the garbage that they're going to pull in the final season of Star Trek Picard Ben I haven't seen any of the Star Trek Picards Dave so oh my god they're grim uh, they're, they're real grim they <laughs> And they're like, oh, you know that character that everyone was really beloved and generally agrees was a better captain than 
Kirk, despite all the jokes about it, Picard mm. is the much more interesting character. They're like, let's bring him back and destroy any goodwill you ever felt about the character. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh, it's bring him it's down real to grim. Level. And it's, it's also clear that, like, I'm really sorry, Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart, but you are past it. Like, you are too old. You, the, It was clear that they had to, like, rewrite both seasons toward the end to accommodate the fact that Patrick Stewart was too tired to film a series of television. So he would just be sitting oh down in a lot of episodes, and that's all he would do, is sit down and talk. Like, it's It's... It's not good, and they they turn him into a robot at the end of season one, and that's not the dumbest thing they do. Uh, season two, time tries them time travel to the modern day to fight fascism, uh, and it's grim. <laughs> it's just real grim. It's uh, the whole season is a naval gate. Season two is a naval gazy thing of literally one of the like characters who's this godlike being like being like oh i just really like you picard so i wanted you to have some fun and i'm like yeah when i think fun i think you know nazis and you know pre-nuclear <laughs> fallout 2020 like mm. oh well not looking forward to that i much, uh... i i I'm I'm kind of looking forward to see what bullshit they pull now that they've got the rest of the old cast together for this last season. Uh, they, they've managed to convince everyone else to come on board. Are they going to give Jordy a storyline? I don't think so. I don't think they will. Uh, oh, apparently Squid Game's supposed to be coming out next year. Really? Well, I'm excited for that. Man, there's Google, a lot of stuff. Google to... says it is, and Google's not a liar. Google's uh, never lied before. Um, uh, another, I mean, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I don't think it'll capture the magic of the first season, but I'm a sucker for a death game show, so yeah, bring it on. Did you watch Invincible, Ben? I did. Invincible 2 coming out. I enjoyed Invincible. Yeah. I mean, for me, the Invincible was like really buoyed by the incredible voice cast, like all-star, all-star voice cast from an adult cartoon, um, which I think really, really helped it along. But it was still very entertaining no matter what. I, I had a great time with Invincible. I think it's an I adaption of a fun a comic. One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to season two. Uh, mm. Yeah, and I think I think that'll be, unless that, there, there's definitely shows I've forgotten about. Um that will surprise me because generally my way of keeping up with TV shows is to check a, a site that tells me what's airing in the month and seeing what I like. So I will likely be surprised by a bunch of things I've not mentioned. So I mean, there was now, a lot to talk about there, uh, for sure. Um, like I'm, uh, going into this podcast, I was oh, thinking there was no TV shows I was looking forward to, but there's tons. Um, actually, Pachinko Season 2 is surely coming out this year, isn't it? This year? You think so? I mean, it's not guaranteed, but they've been filming since last year. Um, well, if it is... They've, they've not set a release our... date, but I would be very surprised if it's 2024. Very surprised. Uh, it might be late 2023, but I'm pretty sure it will be out this year. I'm having a look at uh, bits and pieces, but yeah, cool. Uh, I Then that will be my TV show of the year, inevitably. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, Pachinko, Pachinko won every, every one of our awards this year. It'll win every award next year. <laughs> we are no the doubt. Pachinko fan, pa- fan cast. All right, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Pachinko pal. Um, 
it'd be great. Um, and hey. uh, slight move. Are we willing to go on to movies now? Absolutely. Are you stoked for the origin story of Willy Wonka? No. Uh, I'm ex- are you excited <laughs> for the Mario movie? <laughs> of course not. Oh, I could not be more mad about it. Like, I will be going to see the Mario movie in the cinema. Oh, Ben, I can understand where you're coming from, but you did just lose some respect for me. It's like, if you had any respect for me, that was your fault. Uh, This is our culture, Dave. The the worst part of it isn't just that they've gotten um, Chris Pratt to do Super Mario, and he's doing literally what we thought he was going to be doing. It's just Chris Pratt's voice. Like All those news reports are like, nah, he's doing a really good voice. He's learning like Italian and stuff for it. So like to learn the culture. And it's just Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. It's it's It could not be more straightforwardly just his voice um, if they tried. But they've also... It's, it's going to be a bad movie, not just because of that. It just looks kind of dreadful. Uh and they're bringing a lot of other voice talent that I actually do like down with them. Like Keegan Michael Key, rest in peace. Uh, um, are you going to kill him, Mike? No, Keegan Michael Key. Um, yeah, but he's not dead. You said rest in peace. Oh no, like, I meant like yeah, oh, but being bundled along with Chris, uh, Chris uh, <laughs> Pratt. Um, he's. I love Keegan Michael Key. He's fantastic. Yeah. No. Um, me too. It's just you made it sound like he was dead. Uh, he's not dead. He's not dead. God forbid. I would hate to see his light <laughs> get snuffed out from my beautiful world. I love you, Keegan. Um, but yeah, I, I like Charlie Day. I, I even kind of begrudgingly like Jack Black. Like I think he's done a great job for this. The, the reason I say begrudgingly, and I, I actually agree with your statement there about him doing a great job here. Uh, he's he's one of the few people who actually understood the assignment. Um, mm. I'm super it, happy it's just, as well. It's just um, Jack, which is fantastic. Uh, Jack Black just always plays himself in movies, but I like Jack Black as a person, so he kind of gets a pass. Does that make sense? I mean, I'm not a fan of the role he plays, but... But I think that's part and parcel with being an actor. Like, you kind of cultivate your personal brand to carry through into whatever thing you're in. Like, I don't it, can think only, it can only carry you so far, but it does carry you somewhat. Maybe I've not okay. seen a film um, that would make me change my mind on this, but I really don't think of him as an actor. Like, I just mm. think he plays a character and then he gets hired to play that character. Yeah, maybe maybe you've seen a greater range of Jack Black films. Maybe there's somebody listening to this right now who is like, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me? He gave a seminal performance as a teacher of the deaf blind uh, in 1997. How dare you?" But um, I'm not I'm not up to date on all of his performances. To be fair, uh, excited he, for the new Oppenheimer, star of the Fortnite video game. <laughs> um. I I. Uh, I actually could not care less about it. I, I kind of gave oh, up wow. on Nolan uh, because of the last film he did. Uh, it's, I mean, I was already, you know, I was, he was already on thin ice with me because of Interstellar. I fucking hated Interstellar. Mm. Oh, what a dumb film. Uh, what a waste of my time. Um, and then he did a weird time travel film that's not really about time travel. Is it? I, I didn't actually see his most recent film. It, it was kind of universally agreed to be pretty bad, wasn't it? Was that um, 
The one where the main character is just called the protagonist. Are you kidding me? Is that true? It's the one that um, that no one could hear. What was the Chris Nolan film called? Um, oh God. Um, <laughs> whenever I listen to podcasts and this happens, I'm like screaming at the podcast. Like, I know the name of this. I know the name of this. So we're like, don't, stop screaming, stop screaming. We're going to answer it. We're going to find this. Tenet. Tenet, yeah. Yeah, the main character in Tenet is called the protagonist. Um, that actually annoys me even more and makes me even less excited for Oppenheimer. Mm. Well, I'm, are, I'm, are you excited really? for uh, what's his name? Harrison Ford looking much too old to be an action hero in Indiana Jones and the MacGuffin of Destiny. I have a confession. And by the way, sorry, another confession is that if Oppenheimer comes into Fortnite, we will both play Fortnite. Um, Absolutely. If that actually happens, I will play Fortnite. Um, I think it's a pretty safe bet that it won't happen, (laughs) but (laughs) we're going to. But um, I have actually not seen any of the Indiana Jones films apart from the one with Sheila Booth in. Oh, right. I'm actually not particularly precious about those movies, so I'm not going to judge you too harshly. Um... Because the one with Sheila Booth in. I actually like it a lot more than other people. There are people who hate it because they're like, oh, it's not an Indiana Jones movie. And to those people, I'd like to say to you, you're wrong. Even the the bit where he survives the nuclear test site by getting in a fridge, that is classically Indiana Jones. Mm. Who cares that it's aliens at the end? Like, it's pulp novel shit. That's the whole point. You're wrong. People are I, I, I'm down to see it, but I didn't go and see the Top Gun movie, <laughs> and I think that's kind of a similar deal. as like, and the Top Gun movie is actually good, right? I've or heard it's amazing, uh, but yeah. I didn't like Top Gun one, so mm. I don't want to watch Top Gun two. How about yourself? Are you excited for indie? Um, no, <laughs> I couldn't care less. I think because one of the things that was really depressing about watching things like The Force Awakens, and The Force Awakens was like ten years ago now. Um, was that Harrison Ford was too old. Like, there's yeah. an action sequence where he's running down a CGI hallway and he can't even keep more than a jog up. Like, um, I know... Using, use... using all the CGI technology, it does a good job until you, like, see them turn a corner or, like, walk. Yeah. And you realise they're ancient, you know. And it's just, yeah. like... I'm sorry, man. I'm not one of those people who thinks that somebody becomes too old to be, like a particular kind of film star but there's a particular type of kinetic action that indiana jones is all about that even han solo would not be called upon to do that he will be called upon to do in this movie and it'll just be i mean even in the trailer it's painfully obvious they've had to use cgi in all these action sequences and it's one of the things i really like about the older indiana jones films is the practical effects the the situations like and you're just not going to be able to do this uh maybe i'll be wrong maybe it'll come out and it'll be tremendous but i suspect it will be very mid i think it will be very much uh uh crystal skull movie again i uh, so you've had two opinions now one for picard and one for this are you gerophobic dave are you afraid <laughs> of the old <laughs> uh 
Just hate old people. I, I see. I see what you're saying. I just don't <laughs> think they should be able to work. You know. Um, no, they should be able to work. Well, I don't know. Mm. Like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Succession, and that's led by uh, the geriatric uh, Brian Cox. Mm. Uh, but you know, they're they're not calling upon him to be an action sequence, uh, an action hero, or in the case of Picard, be awake uh and standing in a scene actually they do call call upon him to do that in succession uh so yeah uh sorry to bash you patrick shirt again but well i mean but like brian cox is he's like he's not even an actor he's a physicist so i think that's the that's the main thing um and he's, he's, you know, if he's be- if he's beating, no, 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 uh, sorry, uh, not that Brian Cox. I'm taking that, a piss, Dave. I know that, what you mean. I know, um, but I was going to do a bit about how the physicist oh. Brian Cox plays a different character in Succession. Oh, okay, oh, okay. I, ruined I was going to say it was. Lead. I was going to um, say it was his secret twin brother. Uh, like, oh. Okay, okay, okay. Do you want to do the joke again? Um, no, it's it's all uh, right. People at home uh, can just be mad at you. Uh, like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Are, are you excited for Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse? I'm excited for me to make a joke. Uh, it's going to be good. Like uh, Brian Cox being in the new Spider-Man film. No, I don't know. I, I, I like oh, Are you going to admit that? Oh, okay, you did like it. I was going to say you I liked the you didn't Spider-Verse. Like it. I did. But for some reason, I'm just not that excited for this new one. But I know I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. So um, I just don't. I just think it's maybe a little too out of sight, out of mind, you know? Um, I think I'll watch it and I'll have a good time because it was a fantastic animated show, the last one. Um, yeah, I, I think one of my problems with it is that unfortunately due to the success of the first one and how long an animated movie takes to make is that the rest of the comic book me- uh, media machine has already run this concept into the fucking ground. Like, yeah. Oh, so unfortunately, I think that's going to infect my enjoyment of it as much as I don't want it to. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it as much as the first one, but I am still looking forward to it. Cool, cool, cool. We've already said that we're both hella into seeing the Barbie movie when it comes out. Yes. I don't think we need to to cover that. It's Uh, going to be good. Looking forward to the Barbie movie. Um, Absolutely baffled that they're still uh, determined to make and release the Flash movie this year. Uh, Can't (laughs) believe that's a thing. They've just got him have get some money out of that project somehow. Um, oh, they 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 sent Batgirl to the fucking uh, vault where no one will ever get to see it, even though it was finished. Yeah. Uh, why, why not Batgirl Flash? That's the uh, the right thing to do, um, and Flash Batgirl. Um, which actually that sounded pretty bad the way I said that, but I meant like it should be like you know, we make the Batgirl into a movie that they're actually going to release and make the Flash into a movie that they're going to consign to the skip. Um, are, I, you, are you interested in seeing the new Scream movie? Scream 6? I am not a big Scream fan. Uh, you know me, like, I'm, I'm very selective with the horror that I like and I don't watch a lot of it. I really enjoyed the menu, but it wasn't really even a horror film. But I also didn't think I was going to enjoy the menu, and I really did, so who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, are you excited for Scream? Are you a big, big Scream fan? I'm not a big Scream fan. Uh, I actually still need to see Scream Five, but I, I could see myself watching it this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are you, Are you excited for <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, I feel like I need to see this movie, but I'm not going to like it. It's going to be turgid, Dev. It's going to be so bad. It's going to be bad. But I'm going to reveal something to you, Ben. Uh, purely out of my uh like for chris pine and how hollywood has done him dirty 
uh i actually kind of hope it's good and yeah. i kind of want to see it just for chris pine alone um i just i feel like they're constantly doing D wrong like i don't know why they constantly try and do like a straight movie about the world and not like you know like i think there's like a shared kind of thing between all when people do role play is that it's normally f- having fun with friends and it's funny and i feel like coming at it from a much more comic kind of meta angle would be a lot better but maybe this will be good who knows um maybe it'll be like you know jumanji-esque i like jumanji and i've liked all the jumanjis so who knows I don't know why I thought of Jumanji. I guess you're going into a game. It's Jumanji. Jumanji-esque. Uh, please save me, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to let you flounder for stepping on my joke there earlier. Uh, I'm dying. <laughs> uh, are, are you looking forward to Dune Part 2? Yes. I really enjoyed the Dune. Uh, oh. I, I did. I'm sorry, Dave. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think, I think um, I'm the only person who thought it was bad. Right. It was an experience, Dave. I went there and I got barraged by visuals and sound and I was too too like titillated to care. Um, I was just hoping you'd have my back on that one. Uh, you let me down for the third time in this podcast. Like, yeah. It's this episode alone. Uh, I'm sorry, Dave. I'll do I'll do better for next. Well, thank you for tuning in to the final episode of the Art Power podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> final podcast ever that'll get the clicks in if we uh, threaten to split up Dave after 12, 12 episodes or whatever it's been 17 um. <laughs> um, but I don't know I just I was just disappointed by how uninspired an adaption of Dune it was like mm, it was just it a very a generic sci-fi yeah. film to me um, so yeah I don't know maybe it'll be good um, I'm, I'm really excited if, for John Wick oh. if it's successful People will uh, want um, uh, them to do more, and then people who are only into the films will get to see the fucking weird places the dude novels go. <laughs> I have no idea where where they go, so I'm excited for the ride. Worm I emperor, the worm um, emperor, worm emperor. That's, that's incredible. Um, God emperor, even you know. I briefly mentioned it before. I'm really excited for John Wick. Um, I love all the John Wick movies. I really, really enjoy them. I'm also really excited for uh, Nobody, the one with um, Better Call Saul. What's his real name? Well, would it not uh, be no- well? Would it not be Nobody Two, or do they change the name because he's now a somebody? Is it somebody? Wait, no, Wait. It's nobody no, it's Nobody Two. Um, it's uh, Nobody Two, unfortunately. But um, Nobody. That would be cool if it was somebody, but I'm afraid they've got that sweet IP money because nobody wanted so good. Have you seen Nobody, by the way? I've still yet to see it, sorry. It's fun, it's fun, it's fun. It has Christopher Lloyd Superman. Um, oh, anything that has Christopher Lloyd Superman is is already in my good books. Like, well, I mean, he's also old, Dave, so I thought you would be kind of against that one. Um, um Well, I imagine they sort of lead into it in a sort of realistic way. Like, I'm, I'm presuming they don't try to make him do like action sequences where he runs away from a giant monster down a corridor that's moving real fast and he's moving real slow yeah he basically doesn't move in a wheelchair and will just watch his tv the entire movie so it is quite realistic in that regard um (laughs) so no giant monster chasing him down a corridor then huh no 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 but he does shoot a man it's quite fantastic um and um 
Anything else, Dave? You're the one with the list of movies. Uh, I Ooh, I tried to look I, them up on my phone while we were talking, but I, I exhausted mine quite quickly. Um, I didn't realize that this was coming out this year, and it may not because its release date is the 23rd of December, so it could end up being pushed back. But Star mm. Trek Four with Chris Pine. Um, More Chris Pine. Um, the, the, the Pineverse, as I like to call it, this uh, alternate universe of characters. Um I wasn't a fan of uh, Beyond, to be honest. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't absolutely wretched like uh, Into Darkness was, but it was clearly a Simon Pegg fan film where he gave himself a hot girlfriend. Uh, but I don't think he's writing the fourth one. So, but even then, if not, I'll still be I'll still be there wanting to see it. It's Did got you Star Trek on it, so you'll you'll see it. Um. <laughs> Did you know Ben? They're making the Expendables four. It can't be that expendable this. if they're at a fourth one. Um, surely. I have not actually seen any Expendables, and I really should have because they seem like exactly the kind of thing that I would enjoy I think, immensely. Uh, I think I watched the first um, two, and hmm. they're not good, but they were. I don't think they were pretending to be good either. I, no. I don't know about the third and fourth ones though. They might have actually started trying to pretend they were good by then. Does it still have all the the not the usual suspects in there? Does it have like Jet Li and Jason Statham and... Uh, oh, let me check. I actually don't even know who the cast is for this next John Carl Van Damme. Um, like Will Jet Li be in it? I would like it if... Like, no Terry Crews or Jet Li in this one. Oof. I would so like no, it if no jetly man, no jetly. I would like it if they kept bringing it Expendables, and it's just like a mandatory in order to kind of retire as an action movie star, you have to do a stint in the Expendables. <laughs> um, so, so Idris Elba will go in there. Um, the Rock will go in there. Um, like anyone, anyone who's basically had a career as an action movie star has to be relegated to the Expendable Retirement Center before he can actually retire. So uh, apparently, who we're getting in this new one is uh, who's who's not been in the other ones is Fifty Cent, Megan Fox, Tony Jaa, oh, Jacob Scipio, Levi Tran, Sheila Shah, and Eddie Hall. Hall. I don't know who most of those are actually. Um, I will watch it for Tony Jaa. Um, I thought, yeah, I remember you mentioned him before. Is he not? He was an Ongback. If you that was Ongback, yes. yeah. Yes. Oh man, do you remember mm. when you made us just watch like the last half hour of Ongback? I didn't yeah. make you watch Ongback. <laughs> no, 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 sorry, it wasn't like made, but, but it was like you you ended up having to spend like twenty minutes explaining what the Ongback was <laughs> before we sat down and watched the half hour of the film you wanted us to watch. It was brilliant. Uh, Ongback, Ongback's a fantastic movie, and it's a shame it goes so random of a different place than the next two they're still great movies but like i really enjoyed the first on back uh, if i'm honest it was so good um tony jazz amazing so i'm excited for tony jazz he's the real deal um there's a film uh coming out this year that i had no idea was a thing are you familiar with the idris elba led tv show luther yes i love luther uh, oh yeah did you watch the last season i did um, did you know they're making a sequel movie? I did not. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm worried about that because the TV show ends with him getting arrested and uh, kind of, yeah, definitely murdered a person. So is definitely going to jail. So 
Prison Break. Um, <laughs> I just don't know where they're going to start. And then again, at the same time, uh, I'm kind of happy to see Drusselba put the jacket on again. Um, I don't think it will be good, because uh, to be honest, the last season was a bit rubbish. Uh, but hey. <laughs> a movie that we haven't talked about yet. Are you excited for the Winnie the Pooh movie? There's a Winnie the Pooh movie? That's not on my list. No, it's the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Oh, that one. Yeah. No, actually, I'm uh, not. I mean, I, I'm, I I find it amusing in theory, but I actually think watching a whole movie of it would be quite boring. Um, I wish I'd like to be a, wrong. I'd like to be wrong, though. I wish someone would make like a Creative Commons Super Smash Brothers of like... Whenever anyone becomes available to use, they get put in Super Smash Brothers. So you can have Winnie the Pooh, Sherlock Holmes, um, and then it's just rolling and constantly updated, and you get all the new characters in there. Um, Mark, Tw- all the Mark Twain classics. Um, be good fun, I think. Excuse me. Um, but cool, yeah. Apart from that, I think it, you know we've we've listed off a bunch of stuff. I think it sounds like a better year for TV than it does for movies. I think. Yeah, I think this. I think the. I think the movie industry is still taking a while to recover from the pandemic. Um, Makes sense. At least I. I, I don't know. Then again, maybe, maybe there were actually more good movies last year than I'm, I'm giving credit to. I didn't see a lot of movies last year. Uh, I still haven't seen Nope, for example. Or oh, everything, everywhere, all at once, Dave. Or everything, everywhere, all at once. Please watch yeah. that movie, Dave. It is incredible. I'm, I'm um, far enough past the discourse now that I think I can safely watch it and not be influenced. It's great. Um, I also want to watch The Whale. Um, oh, I kind of don't. Uh, I'm not. I love, uh, I love you, Brendan Fraser, but um, uh, I, I don't think you're, com- you're big... Hollywood success story should be you putting on a fat suit to make a film about how bad it is to be fat. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe I'd feel differently if I watched the film. Maybe it would still pull me in with its tour de force performance, but I think it's not a good look personally. The, the actual whale it's based off as well. Uh, the person it's the kind of the film's kind of based on recently uh, came out against the nurses strikes as well so that's not good um came out against the nurses striking yeah saying like all the people that look after me are really nice and would never strike because that's really really nasty um yeah yeah that's grim that's uh... <laughs> yeah it's real real grim <laughs> the people that are regularly serving my lives are too nice to get paid more uh yeah Solid. Good good job. Good job, buddy. Um, anyway, any any last movies to talk about? Um, no, I'm sure there's some I've the missed, episode. but th- th- those are the ones that um, I wish to discuss. There's uh, easily 10 or 20 like Marvel films that we've glossed over. Yeah. And that, wa- that wasn't by accident. That was intentional. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing that we're particularly looking forward to from the Marvel camp this year. But I can guarantee that if there is any movies that are worth watching and we watch them, there's one place we're going to be talking about it. That's right, the Twitter. Um, <laughs> no, it's on this podcast. So please keep tuned um, for any future updates. Um, should I say where they can find us, Dave, so you don't have to edit it in? No, I'll just edit it in. Okay, cool. Well, Dev's edited all this in because Dev's awesome. So please subscribe to our Patreon. At um, We don't have a Patreon, but we should get one. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks, Dave. 
You're welcome, Ben. And I'm also going to insert your compliment here again and again a few times just to make you look <laughs> Thanks, like Dave. you really love me. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Dave's oh, great. Cool. Now I don't even need to do that. <laughs> Solid. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's about it for me. I think that's been a lot of fun. We've just gone over an hour, an hour and ten minutes. Uh, so we've managed to chat about some stuff today. We've recorded all those answers. And in our uh, Game of the Year awards next year, we will list all of these things. And hopefully we'll have a few more people listening to the podcast then so you can keep along with it and listen to this podcast. Um, if you'd like to email into us to ask us some questions or just say you're watching or it really will mean a lot to us because no one's done that yet. Um, <laughs> so please email in at allrightpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it out and say hello and be very happy that we have someone who listens to us. That would be cool. Uh, we can see you listening. We have the, we have ways of knowing. Um, or follow us on Twitter at allrightpalpod. That's allrightpalpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Dave? Allrightpalgmail.com. Allrightpalpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, allrightpal <laughs> allrightpalpod on Twitter. What's that, Dave? Allrightpalpod on Twitter.com. Yeah. Elon's That's Twitter. good night from me. Good night from me. Good night from Elon Musk. And. Ooh. Is he there now? Oh, no, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> he's just passing through. Um. He just heard Twitter and immediately came like a dog, like a cat and a tit of tutor being. Oh, yeah, like in, um, in some of these Twitter mentions, he's just sitting reading them all. Um, like, a little go- like a little gremlin. Um, good night. Um, good night.